father's table, an introspective look and conversation about our fathers and how they shaped our lives. Welcome back to the Father's Table. If this is your first time, I'm your host, Keith. Um, and this is a conversation podcast where we just talk about our fathers. Um, welcome if it's your first time. I have a very special guest. Uh, it's, my co- it's my actual cousin, Wayne. Um, Wayne, introduce yourself. Hello, uh, my name is Wayne Jerome Stallworth III, and uh, I'm just so honored to be here. I'm excited for you, man of God. Awesome, awesome. Now, you hear my cousin Wayne saying man of God because we're both professed uh, uh, Christians. Uh, that's, uh, you know, there's different labels of religion. Uh, the easiest one, I guess, to put in a box if you were to label us are Christians. That means we follow what you may have heard of someone called Jesus, but um, that's just uh, something to, to bring you into up to speed of his terminology. Uh, this podcast, we we speak freely, and um, I just want to basically get started by giving you a little bit of background about my cousin. He is a a hardworking man. He's married. Um, and he's actually just got ordained as a minister. Tell us a little bit about that, Wayne. Well, you know, it's um, I always thought growing up that uh, ministers were just preaching the gospel. That was it. And didn't understand the character. And today I'm, I'm realizing it's more about the character, how you character, how you uh, uh, just should portray the uh, character of Christ more than just preaching in the pulpit because you don't want to miss I'm preaching in the pulpit all the time but how am I reaching the people just in my life and just uh, showing the light to the world so yeah yeah. uh, I definitely resonate with that man because growing up you could see a lot of preaching and then yes. you hear like these scandals about preachers Precisely. and things like that. Right. So like lifestyle is really important. Mm. Um, I know my sp- own spiritual journey. Um, that kind, I kind, that kind of suck in later. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about the lifestyle that you live. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a whole nother conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I understand that you are our guest today. And we'll be talking about your father, Amen. which is cool. Amen. Um, oh, so yes. you, can you give us your father's just his first name? Uh, his name is uh, Wayne, the same oh. as mine. He's a junior. Named after his, yes. your dad. Awesome. Oh, yes. Same thing like me. Right. Um, so let's start this all, this convo all, where I would like you to close your eyes, take three deep breaths, Tell me what comes to mind when you think about him, Wayne. And when it comes to mind, you can open your eyes and you can begin to speak. When I think of my father, I I think of a wounded man. Uh, I think of a man who uh, he, the Lord let me know a few years ago that he he did what he could to be a father. Um, his father was living um, when we were spending more time. 
but his father didn't really pour into him. He didn't show him how to be an effective father for his children. So he did, I guess, the best he could just with the tools he had. But as I said, he was a wounded man. So we would spend time on the weekends, but there, you know, there were just certain things that were missing, you know. Uh, I think the, the, the best times we had was when I got a little older. So the young adult, uh, recently I, I wrote a, a letter to my father and the letter explains um, just the effects that you had on my life. And a lot of it was positive. And, um, it, and you know, a lot of it was positive and um, some negative, not a whole lot of negative, uh, you know, not a negative effects, but just certain things that he couldn't fulfill because he didn't have those things to give. Mm -hmm. So I could say, well, dad, how come you didn't love me? You didn't love me. He wouldn't say it like this, but no one loved into him. So right. he didn't have it to give. So he did the best he could with what he had, not getting him off the hook. But it was just, I'm just thankful for the times we had, we spent, you know, and, uh, but uh, that's one word that he's, he's wounded. And uh, he just needs to be healed from the wounds he's experienced. So. Gotcha, gotcha. So you describe your father as a wounded man mm -hmm. um, because people didn't pour in t pour love into him. Right. right. Yeah. So I, I guess I guess I want to ask if that's the the case, uh, like him and your mother. Right. Like, was there like a blossom of love that he found in your mother at first time? Or what was it a different situation? And maybe the foundation was, wasn't as sound, which led to children, which led to, you know. Right. It, it's just uh, the, the same. It remains the same. He, he wanted to do the best he can. I'm saying this, uh, that the marriage never blossomed because he really wasn't the right person. This is my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he, he came from that broken home where there wasn't love poured into him. They, they didn't show him love. Mm -hmm. And uh, not getting too personal, but he, he just didn't see the, the effects of love, mother and father in the home. So once again, he couldn't portray that and show that to my mother in you know, it, it just it just didn't work. It yeah, didn't yeah. Work. You know, I, I think maybe, because I'm, I'm 33, mm -hmm. and I was born in 86. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it seems as though back in the day, mm -hmm. there was this thing where marriage was honorable, right. but with that being said, I think there was this notion of, well, this is the next logical step to my life, or I have this girl, let me just get married. And what I've learned later in my life is very, is, is marriage is very spiritual. Mm -hmm. um, I know the United States, you know, has different definitions of marriage, but we're not going to get into that. Right. But it's more so of a relationship. But the issue I, I find is that it seems like back in the day, a lot of people got married mm -hmm. 
and didn't know what to do with this thing called marriage. Right. And ultimately, a lot of children suffer it because of that. Um, and it sounds like your father took up this thing called marriage. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out. It then it impacted you. Now, understand that you're the oldest. Yes. So, as it, like, take me through, like, when you were growing up, you're in high school. How was your relationship with your father when you were in high school? My, uh, my relationship with my father was actually pretty good because uh, I got a little older. We started spending time. Uh, I was driving, and we would go uh, just different places, uh, maybe to Delaware, uh, working on the car, um, something need repair at the house. So it got much, much better, and we uh, we had lengthy conversations, personal conversations that explained so much about his life as he opened up and explained to me. I said, so this is what, this is why you are the way you are. But it wasn't up to me to sort of evaluate my father, you know, just take it all in. It's like, okay, no. Never judging and just spending time with him, you know, and uh, that was the best time, just, you know, spending some time with him. So the high school was it's a good time. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good. And around that time, your mother and your father weren't together. Right. They, they were separate for a long time. And then years later, they eventually divorced. Right. Uh, but there were talks of you know, reconciling differences, maybe come back together, uh, but it never happened. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, my parents also divorced as as well, but that was later on in my life. Hmm. Um, But it still was very important, whether you're older or younger, it it definitely has an impact on some form of fashion. Would you agree to that? Oh, yes, a big impact, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, my my next question is like from high school, you graduate, then your relationship with your father. Now I don't know if you went straight to college. You went to a, some sort of higher yeah, education I, I, after. I went or... straight to college afterwards, and uh, I was doing okay. I, I did very well in the summertime, but uh, I guess the financial aid um, wasn't there. Didn't. Uh, last as long and then when it ran out I had to get a job and yeah it didn't last as long so mm-hmm. that takes some time off so mm-hmm. yeah. now did you find yourself trying to figure a lot of things out oh yes absolutely and would you would you say your father was there to touch in on different points or was he kind of doing his own thing about he was that? doing his own thing okay. he wasn't helpful in that area the career uh, aspect of my life uh, I guess that that could be one of those things where I really need help. Now, he at the time, he worked for SEPTA. Mm-hmm. He was actually a lead there. He was in charge of um, the rebuilding of their motors. Oh, So if you ever get on the SEPTA trolley or bus, he's responsible for those buses running. Okay. Uh, but But he never encouraged me to, he, he never discouraged me from working but just never helped me in the, 
I guess, training aspect, you know, just some things, get a job, mm -hmm. but never sat down and really helped me. So he yeah. had a strong work ethic. Mm -hmm. So that part helped, you know, helped my brother and I, but uh, not a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I definitely understand that. It's, it's almost like what I've learned, I'm, I have a son, you know this already, for the mm -hmm. people listening, um, I have a, a one-year-old, and I've heard this saying, and now it just resonates with me in my mind uh, so much. Uh, a father's job is never done. Mm. And because you're always going to be, in a way, molding like your young, younger, you know I mean, your younger children's minds, and mm. they'll be looking to you for support as they grow up in this thing called life. Mm. And I guess the conflict could be that if you have so much going on in your own life, you are, you're not, how do I put it? If you have so much going on in your own life, you could kind of become handicapped to helping your children. Mm. And then it's like they're left the fiend for themselves that's you know powerful. and wow. it's that that's such a crazy place because it's like i, I see it now mm -hmm. like if <laughs> if i'm working on something right i could have my son hey daddy you know spend time with me right and it's right. like he doesn't understand hey go away for a couple of minutes right. let me finish this task and then i'll come back they don't get that Right. And I, maybe when they get older, they kind of get it. Right. But you want to gauge it so it's not one extreme or the other. Because after if they feel they can't depend on you, they won't come to you. That's true. Then they'll go to someone else. That's right. And then they'll start to be, you know, they'll start to get their influence from someone else. Right. And then it's just like, oh, wait a, wait a minute. Where'd you pick this up? Right. It's like, well, I learned this from this person. And you're just like, oh. I didn't teach you that. Right. <laughs> but may I say, that's it. You didn't teach me. You didn't warn me to stay away from it. And like you said, it. if I'm so engrossed into what I'm doing, it cripples you. You and the child suffers. So when he or she comes back with another lesson, it's like, well, I didn't give you that. Almost, I don't want to get too deep, but it's, if you don't feed from the our father's table mm -hmm. and you want to stray to go somewhere else, you come if you don't obey what he's saying, you'll come back with another lesson. It's like, well, I, I didn't teach you that. Right. You wanna so again follow the father's teaching. So Oh yeah, yeah. This, table. this uh podcast is inspired uh by God, you know, who I refer to as my father and Wayne mm -hmm. refers to as his father, uh, because, you know, all throughout our beliefs, mm -hmm. family is very important. Amen. It's, and it's almost like if you take the family and dismantle it, it's like kicking a chair out from under you and you fall right. down. Right. Um, your foundation's kind of just rocky. And ultimately, God is a foundation for the family. Amen. Right. But there's definitely levels to it, and um, you got to learn from the source. And there's such a 
need for fathers to be in the home and be diligent for their kids and their wives because if they're not, then game over. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, that's the best way I could think to put it right now. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Wayne, so afterwards, you you picked up some skills from SEPTA. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I, I, I never worked at SEPTA. Oh, oh he did. He worked right. at SEPTA. Worked at SEPTA right. Oh, but after picking up some skills after... Uh, during college a little bit you picked up some skills you started to go to work the financial aid situation didn't work and then you started to just grow as a man right year by year year by year now as that growth um, happened how was was the relationship going toward like a was it on an incline or a decline it it was certainly on the incline um in, incline meaning oh, yeah. that it was in the, yeah, going de- in a good direction. De- decline. It was declining. Oh, oh, right. okay. I'm sorry. But yeah, it was uh, declining. I, I didn't spend as much time with him. And um, yeah, I just just doing my own thing. And, uh, you know, as I'm answering these questions, I realize if I would have spent more time with him, you know, some of the decisions I've made, I guess they, they, they would have been more successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember one time, you know, I went out on a date and for some reason I, uh, I was in a certain part of uh, Philadelphia. So I called my father. I said, Dad, I'm somewhere here in North Philly. He said, all right, boy, you, you be careful. And you, and it was so beautiful because he was, uh, kind of give me instructions like be careful this and that and I I I guess that's one thing that I almost forgot it was so fulfilling because it was my thought was if anything ever happens to me this is where I am kind of like <laughs> come rescue me dad but I just felt great telling him all right son be careful dude I was like okay so it made me realize the advice from a father helped me and guide me. So I just, and I oh, never yeah. thought of that, that before, but it was just like, yeah, I'm over here. Just, yeah. So that, that feels great. So, but yeah, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. There's nothing like a father's love. That's right. It's, it's one of the best things and it's needed for the nourishment of children yeah, for absolutely. sure. Um, yeah. Just to backtrack a little bit. Your, you, you're a very spiritual man, uh, religious, some would say. Uh, you were introduced to your spiritual side by your mother. Yes. And your father right. wasn't. No. Okay. okay. Now, how, how, like, your relationship with your mother introducing you to faith and things right. like that. Right. How's that hate help or... How's that changed how you viewed your father, like now versus back in the day? Like, did you have, or still have? You know, you could explain. Did you have any resentment or anger towards your father, and you found religion, and then it's the same? Or like, can you do you understand my question? Right. 
but one thing I want to make clear is that it's it's more of a relationship than the religion. Okay. Uh, one thing I, I'm so glad, and I won't answer your question, it, it's not the I'm a religious person and I'm stuck and I'm so structured and I'll do it this way. But the relationship uh, gives freedom to, I'll give you an example. Uh, with our ministry, if we're not in church for hours and hours at a time, we're still in ministry. Whereas most religious Christians, they have to be in church first, second, and third Sundays every Sunday. Oh, I see. But the Lord let me know if you have a relationship and you're not there at church on Sundays, you're, you can still spend time with me some way, somehow. So I just want to clear that up. Okay. But my, it was only because of my mother and the way she handled my father. Mm -hmm. It allowed me to have a just better, more respect for him. Mm -hmm. Because she never degraded him. She never talked down to him. It, it, it helped me, whereas if it was that no good, this and that, it, 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 it just helped me how to handle him. Mm -hmm. uh, she didn't talk to him a lot, but it was still... Uh, she still had. She it was still, still respected him. Always respected him. You know, so that's I, what I helped that's me. that's really amazing. Yeah. Um, because that, that says a lot. If you so respect, much. you know, like this relationship didn't work out. Right. But the the person that was in the relationship still respects the person, your father. Yes. In the relationship. And you can see that because, you know, you could only wonder, you know, like you said, what if she bashed him all the time? That would probably build something in you to where you would do the same thing. Right. I, I think about this story in college. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is just how people follow crowds. Uh, I was picked on a lot, a mm -hmm. little bit. Uh, a lot, a little <laughs> A lot, a little bit. Whatever. Uh, I was picked on uh, a little bit in like high school. May, but not like from a specific bully, mm -hmm. but you know people made fun of me. It's fine. Mm -hmm. I've I've done the same to people, uh, but I was I was not what someone called cool. Mm -hmm. um, I probably didn't get a lot cooler. I'm doing quotations with my hands uh, in college uh, after I joined frats and whatever. Uh, <clears throat> But I remember before I was cool in college, there was this one kid, his name was Jeff, and mm. I wonder if he's ever going to listen to this. Mm. I'm not going to put his full name out here, but I remember he was telling me, he's like, yo, Keith is that, <laughs> he said, Keith is that, that dude that people, you can tell he's that dude that people will make fun of. I'm like paraphrasing what he said, mm. what he really said, but basically he was saying that he could tell that I was that guy that would just get made fun of. And that was like, that's that that's how you're going to be to us. You're going to be that guy mm -hmm. that we just crack jokes on. Gotcha. You know, mm -hmm. 
And it was so crazy how that influence, you know, people would just catch on to that. And that's kind of like followed me a little bit in college. And that's just based off someone saying it. So into relation in relationship to what you just said, you know, hey, if you see mom do it. Now I'm going to do it. You know, now I'm going to get older, and then I'm going to, hey, dad, you ain't nothing. Mom right. always says you couldn't do nothing. Mm. And you're you're dishonoring your parents. And I think the sad thing is you probably could, you probably will see that with a lot of children about their parents. It's like no honor there. And it's like this person still raised you. You didn't just pop out of. Uh... Precisely. <laughs> Yeah. And you're 28 <laughs> doing things on your own. Someone had to take care of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you had bad parents, they're still your parents, right. you know. Um, I think that me- that says something. But go ahead, Wayne. Are you about to say something? No, I was just uh, just going to agree with you. That That's so true. Um, yeah, I never thought of it that way. You still have to honor your parents, you know, um, no matter what. You have to honor them. But, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, I just got a few more questions, sir. All right, no problem. Now, after college, high school, you're growing as a young man, you're getting older, making decisions, stumbling through things. You get married. Right. Now, how long have you been married? I've been married for three years and five months. Three years, five months. How's it been? So how, how's it so far? Just quick. It, it's uh, it's wonderful. Wonderful. I'm talking ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tell my wife often that I don't mind us fighting as long as the results of the fight are good. As long as there's a remedy at the end of all the chaos. Oh, so the results of good almost... Uh, Almost equivalent to a, a kind of like a Romans eight twenty eight. All mm-hmm. things work together for the good. So out of all this, it's still gonna work out for the good of the Lord. It'll always come out. You know what I mean? No matter how it looks, it's still all coming good. So, right. Wayne just quoted a verse from the Bible. Romans eight twenty eight is a very good uh, scripture. Mm-hmm. If you're into, if you read the Bible. Check it out, and uh, if you have any questions about that, you could just email me. Um, I'll give my email. Um, but just wanted to clarify for people that are listening, that don't have no understanding what he's talking about, what I'm talking about. Just trying to keep you in pace. Um, but I want to ask you this question. Mm-hmm. So with your father, you meet your wife. Right. You say, hey, I'm going to marry this woman. Right. Did you call your father... I said, hey, you know, dad, you know, I met somebody, you know her. I'm sure you brought her around. He's like, I'm, I'm going to marry her. Right. Like, did you ever did you have that conversation with him? I did. Uh, <laughs> the, the reason I'm, I'm, I'm not sure is I remember mentioning, and yes, eventually he, uh, he met her. Uh, but yeah, he, he, he did. Didn't. Uh, he, it's funny. Now I now I can recall. He said, uh, "He said of all the good times, how does she act when you're angry?" Mm-hmm. In other words, 
out of all the good times you have, can you still handle her? Do you, will you still love her when you see her get angry? And I was telling someone else this and they said, that was powerful because it's, it's easy to say, well, I get along when things are going our way and they're wonderful. But when we get upset, can we still say, this is how I'm going to handle it. I'm angry, but we're still going to work through it. We're still going to grow through this chaos. So that was uh, one bit of advice that I, once again, I almost forgotten that that was, that was powerful. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Awesome. He did awesome. help. It's, it's funny because <laughs> even in his wounded state, he, he gives some helpful nuggets. So he's, yeah, <laughs> that's good. I, I keep praying for him. Keep praying for him. So, uh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So you get married, right? You have a beautiful wife. Wayne has a Thank you. beautiful wife. Thank you. Singer too. I just found that out recently. <laughs> um, and now I guess it's safe to say that you've grown into a man you you're a husband you're i guess in a way you're you kind of fulfilled um like this picture of a man and if i could sit you and wayne next to each other it's like uh you guys are um not equals in a sense but just you you guys are both seasoned in life enough mm-hmm. to where, you know, he has married and you're married. Right. It's it's different things like that. How are your conversations now with him? Being that you're, I don't want to, I'm not going to ask you your age, but just you've seen a lot, you've done a lot, you're married, you're growing, you, you're in, you know, faith, relationship, you know, I guess a contribution to society, some would say. Right. And then your father, he's, you know, he's an older man. You know, he's seen a lot, done a lot too. How did your conversations now with him go? Well, uh, that right now they are stagnant. Um, they're not going anywhere. As I said, the, the first uh, word to describe him was wounded. Now, out of all the the good and positive things I described to him or described to you about him, uh, he's wounded. So just keep that in mind. So right now, uh, we're, we're not on talking terms. He mm-hmm. doesn't speak. And once again, it goes back to that wound. He's been hurt in his past. And as I'm realizing, when a person is hurt and they're not healed, that that wound is sensitive so they lash out on other people trying to help them so as the saying goes hurt people hurt people um so we're we're not on talking terms as as much as i reach out to him want to spend time with him he uh doesn't want to doesn't want to have a relationship doesn't want to spend time so um but it sounds like you're still hopeful always hopeful always yeah again i I go back to that word wounded man he needs to be healed 
you know, was still able to give me advice the best he could, did the, what he could as a man. Um, and I had to be careful not holding his lack of against me. Well, you didn't do this. You didn't spend time. And, and the Lord had to show me there were other young boys who didn't even know their father. They can't say they spent time with him every Saturday, you know, spend the time that they just didn't have that time. So um, I'm just thankful to say, wow, I've had a father spend time with him and he, you know, did what he could. But you, you know what the blessing is? And, and when I mean blessing, I mean, it's just uh, something that's really helped me mm-hmm. in this conversation uh wayne just described his relationship with his father present time mm-hmm. and he said it's not it's not going anywhere no, they're not on talking terms like and the way you've chronicled your life it's it's almost as if um you know your dad was there. Y'all had some ups. Y'all had some downs. Right. Not like, uh, hey, son, I'll throw the baseball to you. Right. It wasn't right. like that. Right. <laughs> you know, you know, there's a divorce involved. Um, a lot of things there. But the blessing to me that's really helping me and help mm-hmm. nourishing me is that your position of love for him it's just amazing and i know that comes from your heavenly father amen amen but it's 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 just great because i've known people that have been hurt by their dads and they're just they're like ah yeah forget you right but something in you is like hey you know what i'm still hopeful that's That's great you know, <laughs> sure, do you understand that? Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. The, um, people will give up hope and just, ah, you know, my dad's a loser. I'm not, oh. I'm not going to talk to him. Mm. I try reaching out. I try reaching out. I try, and I'm done. Mm. And you're like, you know, I'm still hopeful. That's right. You know, I'm absolutely. still hopeful. You know, I love him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's wounded. I understand. Oh, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm still hopeful. Yes. And you're, you don't sound bitter about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think mm-hmm. you, it seems like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like you come to this place where it's like, you know, <laughs> it is what it is, you know? Right. right. <laughs> like that Irishman movie, you know? It is what it is. <laughs> and, and if I may say, I, uh, I can only look at this from a spiritual aspect. The Lord keeps showing me that he's the great physician. Mm-hmm. So those who are saved, you walk in a physician's position. The people you meet, they're they're sinners, they're unclean. So as doctors meet their patients, they know here's the remedy. This is what you need to be healed, to made whole. So our Heavenly Father tells us, I have the answers. You will be my quote-unquote, doctors and physicians. They need to be saved. They need that healing. Their sin-sick souls need my deliverance. So I have to sort of see him as that wounded patient. I have to see him in the eyes of my father sees him. 
This man is wounded. Don't throw him away. There's still hope from he can still use him. So uh, my 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 heart uh, goes out for my own earthly father that, you know, I'm, I'm praying that he saves him one day, you know, so mm-hmm. that's man, it. That, that's beautiful, man. Yeah. That's beautiful. Your posture, your heart posture for him. Thank you. Because, you know, I think even some of our own relatives probably don't have great relationships and probably don't want to have a good relationship at this point. Um, I I drive Uber and Lyft from time to time. Mm -hmm. And uh, some people I talk to, you know, they don't talk to their parents. They don't don't want to. And... They're not doing too good, you know. (laughs) You know, it's almost like if that, if that's not dealt with, right? If that pain from the parents is not dealt with, something's off. Some people may overcompensate for it, Mm -hmm. and some people won't compensate for it, and you could just it'll just show, right? But. Yeah, it's 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 something very important. Is you know one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast right. because fathers are very important. Absolutely, uh, we are getting ready to wrap it up. Wayne, I want to thank you for blessing us, uh, blessing this podcast with your presence, man. Well, thank you, man of God, uh, my wonderful cousin. I. I I love, love what our father's doing in you, grooming you, shaping you uh, for his kingdom and just uh, joint, just going out preaching and teaching the gospel and uh, just walking in that character and uprightness and love that he portrays. So again, thank you for having me. Uh, please continue to pray for me and my lovely wife as we... Uh, do our best and uh, just continue to grow in the Lord. Thank you. Oh, man. Uh, awesome. 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 Well, everybody, I'll let you go. That concludes this podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us. Until then, see you next time. Peace.